bringing you key insights, tips, and advice from the brightest minds in the Canadian franchise industry. This is the Franchise Canada Chats podcast. Welcome to the Franchise Canada Chats podcast, where we take you into the world of franchising. Our interviews are with franchisees, franchisors, and industry leaders who give on-the-pulse expert advice and share their franchising insights and experiences. I'm your host, Lauren. This is season three, episode three. In this episode, I talked to Don Mucci, CEO and founder of LifeSquad.com, the leading head lice removal franchise system with a mission to stop the stigma around head lice. Don founded LifeSquad.com in 2001 after she discovered head lice on her son, found that she had very few options to get rid of the pesky problem. Since then, the franchise has expanded to 36 franchise and corporate locations with over 250 service providers spread across Canada. Here, Don shares the benefits of being a LifeSquad.com franchisee, how COVID-19 has impacted the business, including some surprisingly severe life cases, her biggest learnings over the past difficult year, and what keeps her smiling and motivated as she runs the LifeSquad.com brand, and so much more. Enjoy the episode! To start, can you tell us a bit about the Life Squad concept and what sets it apart? Absolutely, and thank you so much for having me on the show again. I uh, I appreciate it. LiceSquad.com is a head lice removal franchise system. We primarily do head lice care for individual families, schools, camps, daycares, and other organizations that deal with children. Our mission is to stop the stigma associated with head lice and to stop the overuse and abuse of pesticides on children and our planet. So we utilize enzyme cleansers and mineral uh, cleansers to help us aid in getting the uh, lice and eggs out of the hair. And that's what sets us apart is that that mission to, um, you know, not use those uh, toxic type of chemicals and things um, when we're dealing with that particular issue. And so what are some of the benefits of franchising with LiceSquad.com? The benefits of franchising has always, in my mind, been that you're you're not in business by yourself. Uh, you know, you're in business with a, a group of like-minded people that are, you know, working toward the same goals and have the same um, aspirations to to have a successful business. And it gives you a great opportunity to to get a, a faster start uh, with your business. It, it, you don't have to make it up. You already have a roadmap to follow. Your franchisor has been in business prior to you. So they have a lot of knowledge that you can glean. And also they're there to support you and guide you along your business journey. You also have the support and, um, you know, uh, guidance of your fellow franchisees who are also um, small business owners with you and in the same industry. So they are facing the same challenges and uh, growing pains as any other small business owner. And in franchising, it gives you an opportunity to have that those resources at your fingertips uh, to pull from whenever you are running into to challenges and difficulties. As well, the brand presence of a franchise company is a lot greater than if you were to start a mom and pop lice removal service or whatever type of industry that you're wanting to get into, you have a greater opportunity to succeed when you come alongside a, uh, an already established brand who has a great market presence and um, has the awareness already um, under the umbrella that, uh, that gives you that, that faster uh, start. Okay, and so what would be some of the, the specific uh, benefits of joining LiceSquad.com? The benefits of joining LiceSquad.com is we have almost 20 years of industry experience behind us. We've been doing this longer than anyone else has in this particular industry. We, in fact, 
started the industry and built it up over the years. So we, we have a lot of knowledge in that space. We have a lot of brand presence. We have a great deal of uh, products and services that um, stand apart from any other type of competitive uh, service that, that may be out there, which there doesn't seem to be a lot of at this at this point. The other thing uh, that you do get with uh, be, being part of the Life Squad franchise system is you have the culture of our company. And that is so critical when you're joining any type of uh, franchise or any type of business. Uh, you want to make sure that they have a very positive and supportive people first culture where it's it's actually fun to do your day-to-day job and you feel supported and you feel important and that your ideas and your suggestions matter and that you are part of something bigger than yourself. And that's the type of culture we try to, to um, have within our franchise system because we want to work as, as a team. We're always considering ourselves the team of superheroes and we're always putting capes on our on each other and and doing things that are positive and fun to you know keep people's spirits high and morale high and 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 then the engagement part too right so that's uh something that's really important and that's something that stands out as um for us as a company is people have fun picking headlights go figure <laughs> people <laughs> actually are enjoying that so uh that's that's one of the things i think is most important Oh, that's awesome. Um, and obviously, uh, all businesses uh, have been impacted a lot by, by COVID-19 lately. Uh, so how, what impact has that had on LifeSquad.com and, and how have you responded to any challenges? The impact of COVID-19 is, uh, is something of a challenge for us and I'm sure many other businesses. A lot of industries got hit harder than others and some actually benefited from this, this whole pandemic. For us, you know, we had to close like many other businesses. Uh, we had to adapt to uh, do what we could to support our franchisees by uh, becoming the leaders of finding out information. So uh, be, being able to pass on relevant and timely information to them so that they could access the supports that they needed to keep themselves um, educated and, and able to continue paying their bills or taking advantage of any type of of opportunities that were available to them to help them cover certain costs that they were unable to because of not being open. Uh, we were always doing our research and always making sure that anything new that came from, from the government or from any other resources uh, that we were on top of passing that information on and making sure that we were leading by example. Um, the other thing that we, you know, noticed is when we were able to open back up, we weren't seeing as many customers and that's due to the social distancing. But in a sense, the other thing that happened, which is is ridiculously crazy, is (laughs) the cases we were seeing were so severe that we were having more uh, business because of the severity. And I don't know if that makes sense. Less clients, but more severe cases means just longer time that it takes to get rid of lice. And I think what happened was parents weren't getting the support that they needed um, during COVID and lice was spreading throughout the family or throughout wherever bubbles were together. And it was was getting more severe um, and it was harder to get rid of. The other thing too was that lice are on survival mode. So they're going to extreme lengths 
strengths to survive right now and and thus um you know being able to transmit uh through crawling across a you know across a floor rather than the head-to-head contact doing you know like the survival of any creature you do what you have to to survive and and they're holding on for dear life and so that's why we're seeing wow. such, <laughs> yeah such severe cases um and and again we don't know where this is all going to go but all we can do is work with is what we have today in front of us and so we we try to remain positive and we we try to remain proactive and innovative and um so that when we are you know on the other side of this that we can continue to be a thriving company and um, being there for our customers okay and um, why is it important to put franchisees at the forefront um, in challenging times like these and and how have you we kind of touched on it a bit but how have you provided extra support to your franchisees the franchisees in any system are the lifeblood of the company. I mean, we don't have a company without, um, you know, innovative, progressive and, and engaged franchisees. And obviously they have their finger on the pulse of the market in their in their particular um, areas that they're they're operating. Um, you know, they, they look to us for leadership and support and we look to them for creativity and ideas and for the same thing in a sense. I mean, a lot of where we are as a company and all of the new innovations and a lot of the things that we're doing differently have come from our franchise system and their ideas and their suggestions. And just uh, and as an example, recently I got an email from one of our franchisees and she said, you know, the, the group of us all got together and had a, a little side marketing meeting and uh, we came up with this great, um, you know, idea and uh, we want to do a press release around it and we, we want to all pool uh, together and support that and uh, you know and I, I looked at that and I thought fantastic that is a that's that's what I want my franchisees doing I want them talking amongst themselves I want them creating coming up with creative and innovative ideas and solutions and bringing those to me and then I have an opportunity to help them execute those things now I can't say yes to everything and sometimes things don't make sense but you know nine times out of ten I've got a smart group of individual owners uh, people that are part of this this company and they come to me with some pretty awesome stuff and I and I you know take a lot of that and make it part of our our brand and our our system so you know this whole head lice severity issue I mean parents the last thing on their mind right now is head lice and they're more worried about their kids back at school and transmission of of, of, you know the the COVID and all of the things that are 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 stressing parents out right now you know their jobs and everything lice is the last thing on their mind and it, it will only really affect them when it it actually hits them. And so we just want to be kind of top of mind for them as a support and also just to let them know to be on the lookout for the severity of, of head lice cases because they're a lot more challenging to deal with right now than they used to be uh, just due to the given circumstances. Okay. And uh, so how do you expect these challenges to kind of impact the, the system going forward? What would you say the future looks like for LifeSquad.com and, and I guess the short term and the long term. I can't really speak to the future because mm-hmm. I only have today. Today we're we're managing well. Today we're 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 getting by and we're all you know operational. We haven't lost a franchise out of the system. No one's had to shut their doors. Um, no one you know that's good news. Um, my vision for where I want to see things um, in the future is uh, that we bounce back from this stronger than ever and that we thrive. And the next big outbreak will be of head lice and we'll have more business than we will know 
know what to do with and <laughs> um, sure. you know, our, franchi our franchisees will be extremely happy. I'm hoping we can continue to be innovative and create new products and um, things that speak to parents. So, you know, we are in the headlights business, but there's other things that parents need and that we might be able to integrate into our product or service offerings that are in line with that whole um, caring for an individual, um, for a child and environmental care, perhaps. And uh, I, I, I always err on the side of the positive. If things have to happen, they have to happen. And you have to be accepting of, of that and where you are and make the best of the situation. I'd hate to see anybody have to close. I'd hate to have to go out of business after 20 years of hard work. But these things you know, do occur and in life and sometimes acceptance is the hard pill to swallow, but I am not going to wish that upon any business during this pandemic. I'm, I'm hopeful that everyone will find the resources they need, the hope and the strength and the courage to do whatever they need to do to get through this and come out strong on the other side. Absolutely. Yeah. So what would, uh, what would you say your favorite thing is about operating or running the, the Life Squad franchise system? My personal favorite thing is the cre creativity, the be being able to use the business as a, a platform to be creative and come up with like interesting radio commercials or new new products or various different like videos or just adding things into our system. Just that whole creative end of things. That's why, you know, as an entrepreneur, we're all about solving problems and creating things. And that's sort of why I feel very um, fulfilled by my role as a franchisor because I get to create. And the other thing I really enjoy is the fact that I'm able to give people the opportunity to start a business, uh, start a small business and to be in business for themselves and not, you know, and not by themselves. That, that term gets used a lot, but I mean, I feel a great deal of gratitude that people believed in the vision I had and that they're able to run a business and support their families because of it. It just, it's, uh, it's icing on my cake, really. Awesome. So who or what is your biggest inspiration or, or what keeps you motivated? Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a hard question right now. Like I was having a really bad morning and I'll be honest with you, things are not always rosy and sunny. I try to air, I try to always be positive. I really do. But I have my moments and this morning I was having a moment and I was like, I, I need to find something to grasp onto, to hold onto, to keep my, because I, I felt like my head was about to go underwater, you know, and then I was about to lose it. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation, but <laughs> I feel like I'm walking a fine line some days where I, I could go over the edge at any moment and yeah, I feel like we've just, all been there the past few months <laughs> right right I'm like God give you something to hold on to well I guess that could be my answer I, I think it's my faith and my higher power that you know God has a plan for my life and and that there's a reason everything is happening and that I have to just trust in the process I mean if I look back at all of my life's challenges and the things I've been through and what I've been able to overcome and and surmount I could just tell myself you know it's going to be better tomorrow it's it's all going to turn out it's all going to work out because it really all, always does if you really look historically back things will always work out yes there's going to be pain and hardship and it's not always going to be a, a happy day but there's always tomorrow 
tomorrow. It's like that song, the sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> I just keep trying to repeat that in my head, right? Three days of this weather is, I think, getting me down. It's been three gloomy, rainy days this uh, past three days. So that's part of probably why I'm feeling a little down. But my my strength and my, uh, my resolve comes from my faith and hope and that I know that I'm not in this alone and that everything will be okay. So definitely a good outlook to have. Okay, and so what would you say kind of the biggest thing you've learned is over the past few months? Wow, the biggest <laughs> thing I've learned is that you literally, you really just have to take things one moment at a time, one day at a time, one situation at a time. I used to always, <clears throat> I used to always look at the f- what's going to happen, <clears throat> excuse me, tomorrow, uh, or, or like I'd look back at what I did yesterday and be all freaked out about it. And, you know, what can I do about it? Nothing really. And then I worry about what's going to happen the next day or in five days or something was coming up a big event and I'm, I'm going over and over it in my head and I'm really literally driving myself insane. <laughs> and I, I, I finally got it and it took me almost half my life to realize that, you know, what all we really have is the moment that we're in and that's and sometimes we don't have control over over it and sometimes we just have to accept the things that we cannot change and 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 just deal with what we what we're working with at the moment so that's the biggest thing for me is just trying to stay in the moment not worry not not reflect on the negative just really focus on on the on the present and then try to do the best and next right thing that comes in my, you know, my path, like just always trying to make the next right decision. Yeah, I definitely think we could, we could all work on that a lot more. <laughs> so. Well, it's, it's true. And it's hard as a, as, yeah. a, as a franchise or like as a leader, like as a mother, a leader of a family, a franchise or a leader of a company or anybody in a leadership position, people look to you to make good, smart choices, wise choices, right? And, you, and it's hard. It's a lot of weight on your shoulders to always feel like you've got to make that right choice or that, that because it affects more than just you. But I've learned over the years that you, 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 you will not always make the right choice. It's not about perfection. It's just about progress. And if you surround yourself with really amazing people that are smarter than you and you have somewhere to go to get like good advisement, then you have a better chance of making those those right or sound or good jo- choices for those people that it, affects, that it affects around you. So, you know, I always try to get a good advice from people before I do something. And that's the other thing I've really learned is you got to stop and think <laughs> before you talk or before before you act. And I was, I was so bad for that. Like uh, as an entrepreneur, we're like so distractible and we're just like, we, we start things without even thinking. And we, we, we're like, you know, we're just those types of people were action oriented. And for me to learn the art of just sitting in something and having the time to, ref- to think it through and get good advice before I make that decision or say that thing has been a huge wake up call for me. And yeah, it's saved a lot of mistakes. Oh, that's great. So why is it important to focus on, I don't think one thing people maybe have been losing sight of a bit is why is it important to stay focused on your personal health in times like these? And what kind of strategies do you use to try to alleviate stress and focus on those important things? 
Oh, that's a great question. And I'm glad you brought that up because I, you know, I'm, I actually, throughout this pandemic have made a lot of real positive lifestyle and health changes. I mean, um, it's easy to see that people's mental health is suffering right now and people are falling into, um, you know, some pretty maladaptive coping mechanisms and addiction issues are on the rise. And, you know, people are struggling to keep it together and everyone's, you know, needing some comfort and and sometimes we turn to the wrong places for that and um, I was turning to those wrong places like when this first happened I was just coming back from Cuba and I was already on a, a week-long bender in Cuba because it's Cuba <laughs> you're on vacation of course and I get and then I get back here with my two bottles of duty-free tequila and then I'm on two weeks of what do you call it quarantine and so you know I found myself getting a little um, heavily involved in in coping with my stress through using um, you know, alcohol. And I was having all of these negative thoughts about, you know, am I going to, this is a zombie apocalypse coming, like my mind was going to these really bad places. And, and all of a sudden, one day, I just woke up and I thought, you know what, you've got to be strong right now. You you need to be sound of mind. You need to be healthy. You need to be clearly thinking. You, you need to be strong and you need to be an example, not just for your your kids, but for the people that you're, you know, in business with and your franchisees, they can't look at you falling apart or your family can't have you falling apart. So I made it, uh, I, I, I made the decision uh, one day to say, I am actually not going to take a drink. I'm not going to drink at all. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to use um, anything other than trying to focus on being healthy by eating really healthy, by exercising, by actually going to uh, therapy and talking my problems through, by uh, joining support groups uh, with other people that were struggling with the same type of issues. And it's been almost four months and I feel so much better and so much stronger and more capable of, of dealing with these these challenges that are coming. And I have, you know, a lot of people would feel uh, like they couldn't say that out loud to the public, or there's a lot of, I guess, people feel a lot of shame and the fact that maybe they were using a substance or they were struggling with their mental health. But uh, for me, I, I find that it, being transparent and being able to speak to the fact that you can overcome and you are strong enough if you, you know, do the things that that you need to do to be strong like that, that you can help and inspire other people to do the same thing. And I'm, I feel so much better now than I did when this whole start, whole thing started because, you know, being healthy um, and, and physically active and, and all of those things are required now more than ever, I think. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to run a business. It's hard to, you know, um, be a parent. Lots of things in life are hard, but they're harder when you add all those other things that aren't, you know, good for you, for you physically or spiritually and, and you know, and mentally. So I would really um, say that living a clean lifestyle right now is going to benefit anybody who's struggling. Well, that's awesome. And thanks so much for sharing that. That's, that's definitely, yeah, it's, it's great to hear people share those stories. I think we all have a tendency, if you're in a position where you're, you're leading a team, or yeah, you're, you're a parent, or you, you worry about everybody else. And the biggest thing you forget is that you need to worry about yourself to help everybody else, right? And uh, I think, you know, some of those, like, exercise, eating well, they seem so, so straightforward. But when things are hectic and busy, and you're, you know, stressed all the time, people forget to to focus on those things. And 
I think we That's, can all do better at, at that. And I think it will go a long way in helping everybody. That's true. And I, I look to other people for those examples. I know a lot of people who are living that lifestyle and it was inspiring to me. I mean, I've always been active. I've always, I've always eaten well, I've always exercised. Like that was my way of coping with having to deal with life. And it was very helpful for me, but there was some, still some things in my life that I was doing that, that weren't good for me. And so I kind of look at this whole situation that we're all going through as a bit as a blessing in some some ways I mean there's a lot of horrible things happening and um, but at the same token there are some positive things happening a lot is coming to light of things that can change for the better there are people that are um, you know um, making life changes or different things happening in their lives that are, are positive from this. So, you know, I, I try to look at those positivity, the positive things and also the opportunities to be found because there's always good, there's always opportunity to be, to be found in, in struggle. Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, uh, on a, maybe a, a lighter note, is there anything uh, that you're reading that you're finding really inspiring or something that you're watching that you find has really been like just a nice release? Uh, anything like that that you've been catching up on? Yeah, so I've been uh, doing a lot of these meditation books while I'm not, they're audio books. So I have my Audible app. I've, I've must, I've burned through about like 50 business books because I listen to books while I'm walking. So I really enjoy that. And um, I'm, I'm doing a program with a, a girlfriend online. She used to actually work for CFA and she, um, She's starting this challenge. Well, it's not her challenge, but there's a challenge that's starting up. Uh, it's called 70 Strong, I believe. It's um, you're doing 70 days of. I'm trying to find it here on my on my phone because anyway it's this whole theory of of trying to do like an hour of exercise two hours of exercise every day two liters of water every day reading 10 pages of a of an inspirational book every day and then doing like um a really healthy eating plan, no cheating every single day. And you've got to do this for like 70 days straight. And if you, if you fail to do that one day, you've got to go right back to day one and start the whole thing again. Um, so Erica, who used to um, do advocacy work for CFA, turned me on to that. So I'm going to be doing that with, with her and a bunch of other people. And then the book that I'm reading through it is called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. And it's an inspirational book about resiliency and overcoming some of life's brutal challenges to come over on the other side, very successful and inspirational. So that's the, that's the plan. I, I hopefully, <laughs> I, I'm really setting myself up to, uh, to a high standard right now, but I think I've got it in me. Awesome. Yeah. I guess you have, uh, you're gonna have lots of people checking in to make sure you're still following now. Well, it's a Facebook group that it's a Facebook group that Erica Keesley started. And um, let me just um, hold on. I want to get it because I want to, I want to challenge, I want to challenge every other people to uh, do this. So Erica Keesley, if you know her on Facebook, she used to be part of CFA and the challenge is called 75 hard challenge so she's got this starting on the 16th of september so you can join her facebook page called the 75 hard challenge and the rules are just follow a healthy diet two 45 minute workouts a day take a progress picture every day take a gallon of water every day and 10 pages of a good read every day so i think it's i think it's achievable yeah and i think people will feel good after they do it too awesome 
And uh, I'm challenging you. I'm challenging <laughs> you. Um, no, that's awesome. Uh, I guess my my last question would be: Do you have any advice for people who are considering franchising right now? Now is a great time to franchise, and I will tell you why. Because now you have the opportunity to reevaluate what's important in your life and what you really want to do. And businesses are getting a lot of support right now. There's a lot of um, grants and a lot of, um, what, what do you call those, incentive programs out there to help foster the creation and the sustainability of small business. So this is a perfect time to, I mean, there's there's loans and all kinds of things, the stimulus programs for for small business because it is, you know, after all the backbone of our Canadian economy and there's a real focus on supporting um, people to get going or to continue growing uh, their small businesses. And again, franchising is the best way to do that because you're already joining an established brand with market presence and with the same like-minded goals as you. And, you know, it's a relationship of success and prosperity and that's, you know, what it should be. So yeah, I think this is a perfect time and um, especially for headlights franchises, no pun intended, but I'm like, you know, lice is going to boom after this whole social distancing ends because people are going to be a hugging and there's going to be a party and it's going to be like a lice freaking festival. So anyway, that's just uh, my plug for why lice franchises are an awesome business opportunity. Okay. And uh, is there anything else that you wanted to add? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I think that's pretty much what I, yeah, what I want to say. And I think uh, I just want to say to everyone out there that I, I am thinking about all my friends in franchising and all my fellows in small business. And, and I want everyone to know that, um, that this is a time that we are all experiencing together. And I, I want to, I want to just throw my my well wishes and support behind anyone who needs it and I'm here for anyone uh, who needs it and you know I I just I want to I want to just say we're all going to get through this I know everyone says that and that's because it's true so I wish everyone all the best through this and uh, and as much success thank you so much for for joining us it's my pleasure. I'm really happy to have spoken with you again and have the opportunity to get, um, you know, to get some information out there. And so thank you. Thanks for listening. For more franchising resources, including how-to articles, expert advice, franchisee success stories, and franchise opportunities, visit FranchiseCanada.online. You can also learn more about franchising at CFA.ca and can connect with specific franchise opportunities at LookForAFranchise.ca.